So I want to welcome you to the Kew Gardens Festival of Cinema Directors Interview Series that we're doing. Uh, we're here at Atiz, and my name is John Fallon of the Indie Film NYC podcast. And my name is Michael Pisano. I'm the writer and director of Workplace Woes, Scavengers Among Us. All right, so... Uh, Tell me a little bit about uh, what is Workplace Woes, Scavengers Among Us. So uh, Workplace Woes, uh, the idea kind of actually came about when me and some friends were commiserating at a brunch uh, about our jobs. And I realized that everybody kind of has those workplace horror stories. And I decided you know, that this would be a great thing to make a series about. So the episode, um, the, the short film that I made is kind of like a pilot episode for what the series would be. Be true stories uh, based on, you know, the, I mean... Because how true is somebody's, you know, version of what happened at the office. But, you know, quote unquote, true stories of what happened. And this one is actually a true story that happened at my girlfriend's uh, office. Someone was eating other people's lunches. And that's the plot of the movie. Uh, the main character, someone's eating her lunch and she's hell bent on figuring out who the hell it is. And we followed her through this dark, you know, dark... Uh, you know, mystery story. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what other uh, do you have? Other kind of ideas that you would turn into? Yeah, episodes? yeah. Um, I've got what are, some, what are some of the fun ones? Oh wait. Um, so I've got about six or seven completed scripts, and then a whole bunch of other ones that I, ideas that I was bouncing around. But you know, a lot of times about what these work uh, play stories is even like the smallest thing can feel like the most earth shattering you know, event to uh, someone. So like if you are sitting, if your desk, let's say, is by the candy bowl and every single day someone comes up and takes candy and it, and eventually it's just going to annoy the crap at you. Like that would be an episode. Or um, one of the ones I have written is uh, this guy, he has his retirement party and he's talking about all the things he's going to do when he retires and then he doesn't do any of them. He just ends up, he hated his job and now that his job's gone, he's incredibly bored. You know, just like real life you know, minute little problems that really, after years and years of working at the same place, become this monumental issue that, you know, you're dealing with at work. Right. And we all have them. Sure, yeah, yeah. I know. And you're right. They, to, when it's happening to you, it feels like the, the biggest story in the world. Oh, yeah. You know? So uh, we, I think we can all relate to uh, being kind of trapped in those situations that just uh, are <laughs> too much. Yeah. <laughs> um, so tell me a little bit about... Uh, kind of how it came together you know this one specifically um yeah, this film like you know who did you bring in and so i worked um i wrote uh, i think i wrote the six or seven i think i had about eight total including this one and i was looking at all of them and i picked which ones i thought would be you know make the biggest splash for the first one uh, and it was between this one and the retirement one uh, and in the end i ended up going with this one because it just was seemed more fun you know kind of like it's like a you know it's like a dark noir who's eating my lunch you know right story and i was like oh that's gonna be you know the other one was i guess a little depressing with the retirement thing so we figured let's go with the more fun story so we started casting for this um uh lindsey my uh she's my uh, also my producer and she's the one who's the story actually happened behind uh, at her office uh she helped me cast this uh we found the lead the leads right away um my boss let me shoot at our office which was a tremendous favor um my brother matthew pisano he uh he used to work at an ad agency. Now he's out in L.A. directing documentaries. Uh, he came in. He DP'd for me. You know, uh, Mackenzie and Montgomery Morrow, they, they own a production company, No Tomorrow Productions. They, uh, they came in and helped out with the uh, on-set stuff. I mean, it was just really basically like every person who I've worked with in the past jumped in and helped me out with this as like a, you know, 
favor for favor kind of a thing. And yeah, sure. yeah we all just came together and shot this. Yeah, no, that's a great way to get stuff done. Is uh, yeah. especially so. Is this your first uh, short that you've shot? This is my second short. Uh, my first one. It's actually on my website, uh, michaelpisano.com. Okay. Uh, it's called My Little Bubbles. It's about five people lost in the woods arguing whether they should eat Mr. Bubbles, the cutest but most annoying Pomeranian. <laughs> and then the dog ends up being a lot smarter than the rest of them. It's I, you, there might, you might recognize a kind of a dark humor trend in the, sure. the work that I do. <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, uh, obviously pulling together those favors, like a, that location is probably huge <sighs> to get something like that. Oh, yeah, especially yeah. in New York City. You know yeah. what I mean? Because uh, an office space could be several thousand dollars to rent. So the fact that they just let me do this on one weekend, you know, when there's right. nothing going on, just come in, shoot it, and then get out. You shot it over the course of one weekend? I shot in two days. Two days. Two days, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, that, that's definitely a good lesson for other filmmakers. How, how do you feel like you cultivate those connections where you can pull in the favors? What, um, you know, by showing up and, you know, really when it's my turn to be the one, you know, when, when I'm doing a favor for them, you know, you show up and you just you just go like 150%. You know, uh, even, at, even at my job, you know, I'm... I, you know, I never complain, despite making a whole show about, you know, <laughs> work complaints. Work. <laughs> um, you know, I go to work, I don't complain, I do my job, and I guess because I'm responsible, she trusted me enough to, you know, shoot this thing over the weekend and not, you know, destroy the whole building, you know? Right, they knew they'd come in, the yeah. uh, coffee maker would be <laughs> exactly. where it's supposed to be. Yeah, you know, I can be robbed in the middle of the night by a bunch of film people or... Uh, and then with you know with Mackenzie and uh, Montgomery, you know when they shoot shorts, they, they we did a web series together. I helped produce it. Uh, I was co-producer on it a couple years ago called The Show. You know I I was there on time every day, as helped in any way, even if it was like the little thing. If they just needed someone to be a PA like for a day and sure. be the guy that holds up the you know the filter or yeah. rigs lights, you know you just go there, you do it, and then they're you know your friends are more than happy to help you out when it's their you know your turn to make a film. Yeah, uh, I mean this is. Uh such a collaborative uh you know business and, and and i think cultivating those connections is one of the most important parts oh, yeah. you know other than having a great script yeah uh, you well, know yeah the that two is the first big step is, yeah is a, is a good connection and yeah. a great script people you trust and a script that you know is gonna tell a good story yeah and especially at this stage in the game too because you know we're all just starting out you know we're making shorts now we're hoping to make a feature in the next couple, in like the next year or so, and yeah. having people you can rely on. Because, you know, the way I look at a feature is just like a short, except, you know, instead of like two days of shooting, it's a lot more time. Uh, and you have people who will be there with you from beginning to end is, you know, that's invaluable, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. And so uh, what, what is kind of next? Are you going to, how are you pushing this out there to try to make yeah. it a series? So, um, so I've actually been very fortunate. Uh, this has gotten into five film festivals. Um, so I'm kind of doing the film festival circuit, getting awareness. Uh, the main issue with it is, you know, raising money because it, since it's primarily office spaces, mm -hmm. or not necessarily because I guess it depends on what the job is and what the, the, the workplace woe mm -hmm. in particular is. Um, but, you know, I'm trying to raise money and hoping the film festival will get enough people to, you know, they'll have faith in the, the series and maybe they'll back it. In the meantime, I'm shooting a science fiction short actually in September. Um, which I'm very excited about, and it's going to be very effects heavy, which is something I've never done before. Okay. I'm hoping, you know, the way I look at shorts is it's a time to experiment with something, right? So this short, uh, I experiment a lot with set design. You know, it was my first time really making color scheming the offices to kind of give you like either a cold feeling or a warm feeling. But this next one, I'm just going to be experimenting with practical effects, and I'm actually building the set in my mom's garage, which will nice. be really exciting. Yeah. 
<laughs> very excited about it. So you're doing all practical effects for it? Yeah, well, I'm going to do some digital stuff, okay. but for the most part, yeah, the plot of the movie, it's a guy, he's terrified he's a robot, and because he's been watching too much, new, like, hardcore, you know, scary news about people being, actually turning out to be robots, so he goes right. to a doctor to be like, figure this out, and okay. the doctor has to kind of look inside him, you know, bit by bit. So we're all doing all practical effects. It should be... Interesting. Very interesting <laughs> and kind of funny. A little dark. But yeah, yeah. I think, well, it seems like yeah. you like the dark. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of gravitate towards it. You know, my favorite movies are like the Hot Fuzz or Shaun of the Dead and, you know, the Simon Pegg movies or sure. even Monty Python. So that's yeah, kind of yeah. like what I gravitate towards. So uh, tell me a little bit about, uh, you said you've written a few festivals. Uh, yeah. How did you find out about Kew Gardens Festival and um, why? Yeah, uh, Q Gardens. I was researching. You know, basically, it's it's. I'm st I'm still learning how to do the whole festival circuit um, thing. But um, you know, last time around with the bubbles thing, I just submitted to everything, and some were good and some were bad. And you know, you just I didn't get into a lot of them. I got into two, which was great. Mm -hmm. uh, this time, I actually took the time to research the festivals, like read about them, what are they about, what are they looking for, and Kew Gardens just really stuck out to me. I was like, oh, wow, and this is the inaugural one. And it yeah. feels like, you know, if this, and I have full faith that it will, if, so I guess when this festival takes off, it's really awesome to say, hey, I got in the first ever Kew Gardens. Right. You know, 20 years from now when they're still doing these things, but yeah, I was there for the first one. Right. It's just, yeah, and um, I like the idea. You know, we, because what, New York's got Tribeca, that's the big one, mm -hmm. and now we're going to have another big one, and I feel like, well, that, it could, yeah. that was part of the idea, you know, is that in Queens, first of all, there, there's only one working art house theater in all of Queens, and that's yeah. where we're showing the films, the Kew Garden Cinemas, you know, and so it was really important for us to have the great venue, Yeah. you know, and the other thing was, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's shot around here, uh, yeah. you know, uh, I, I believe, you know, some of the Netflix superhero shows oh, yeah. they shoot out in like Forest Hills and stuff. So we wanted to highlight this area and, you know, Jason Simba, who found who was the main founder of, of the whole festival, you know, he insisted it has to be a 10 day festival because, yeah. you know, we, we want to bring a lot of attention to this area. Oh, and I, th I think you're successful. I mean, the buzz that I've been reading in online has been great. And, and also the area itself is beautiful. You know, I would you know, I've never been this far out to Queens sure. um, and I'm from I'm from the Bronx. So like okay. like I grew up, you know, in the Bronx and you know, I'd occasionally go, let's say, Coney Island or something. But right. uh, I didn't know what to expect. I come out here. The houses are beautiful. There's yeah. greenery. There's, uh, you know, there's the movie theater, which, you know, I live in Washington Heights right now. And the one thing we're missing is a movie theater you know like well, i guess more inwood but if we had a movie theater it'd be fantastic but so uh when is your film screening uh actually tonight tonight okay. tonight yeah there's the 8 30 block of films and we're uh we're going tonight very have, exciting have you been able to screen your film in a theater setting before or has it been more like the uh yeah um one other so one other f festival in new york uh new york shorts fest i screened at the uh landmark sunshine theater which uh was was great but you know this is you know this is fantastic and, and so how is that different from your perspective as a filmmaker how how is that a different experience for you like seeing it on the big screen yeah. versus seeing it in my computer. Oh, it's tremendous, you know, because it's the way these things are supposed to be. I'm very big on going to the movies. Like we the other day, uh, uh, Lindsay and I, we went to go see Dunkirk mm -hmm. and we saw it in IMAX at 6th Street. And you're like, that's the way, you know, this is how, you, you know, being in a room with the lights off with all these other people all uh, being affected by, you know, in Dunkirk's case, it, you know, the drama and the, the tra like the sadness and workplace woes case, the silly comedy, you know, sure. being experienced. Experiencing it with people in a room where you know 
you can literally cut off the rest of the world, uh, just be in the moment with the yeah. speakers and the screen and the lights are down. It's, it's fantastic. I don't think anything compares to the cinema, like in theater experience. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter how great your, your flat screen TV is. You know, <laughs> being in a movie theater is the way to do it. Great. Well, uh, we hope you have a great experience. Uh, Thank you. And uh, I'm sure you'll get uh, to laugh along with uh, a couple hundred people. Yeah, I, I sure hope so. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm very excited. Great. Well, thanks for joining us, and thanks for being part of uh, the inaugural year of the uh, Kew Gardens Festival of Cinema. And thank you for having me. All right.